What's up, everybody? It's your girl, Miss Casey Keo, and I'm back with another episode of Elite Sounds Radio slash Planned Sisterhood, The Goddess Connection. And today, um, I wanted to talk about the topic, black women in postpartum depression, because I um, I watch a lot of hip-hop, everybody knows, you know, you watch a little ratchet TV, and Sen, Santana, she's very beautiful, by the way, I love her, and I think she's um, a dope individual, and I definitely felt, you know, her pain and everything and her experience with postpartum depression, and I remember that episode airing and people were making the comment you know in the comments or on social media they were saying oh that doesn't happen to black women and latina women and they don't go through that that's like a white thing and things like that just a whole bunch of very ignorant comments and um i just wanted to touch on that subject because i personally have went through postpartum depression when i had my daughter my five-year-old and i had a c-section with that um delivery and c-sections are the number one cause for postpartum depression. It doesn't matter if you're black, if you're white, Latina, Asian, it does not matter. It's a very traumatic experience for anyone who's been through it and it can definitely, you know, pull some feelings out of you that, you know, you didn't have prior to having your baby or, you know, even have a natural childbirth because up until, you know, I had three children before Sidera and they're all were natural births. She's my only cesarean and I didn't have any of these feelings. I didn't go through any of the things that I went through emotionally and mentally until I had my first c-section so i was able to definitely make the connection between that and postpartum depression and i just wanted to say like it's a real thing and we definitely go through it especially minority minority women because it all ties into your emotions at the end of the day like a lot of people may have had you know some instances where they were pregnant and they had issues with their child's father and there was a lot of negativity a lot of fighting a lot of things like that a lot of mental abuse it could have been some domestic violence a lot of you know just cheating and just making him feel making you feel like you you know you're not enough and you're not you know complete or good enough for that person as a whole and that can all carry in and tie into you know your baby feels whatever you go through and especially if you have to like get like an emergency c-section due to stress or due to your you know your blood pressure and everything getting worked up and all out of proportion you definitely have to take that into consideration and just know that it can definitely happen to us and we definitely go through it and sometimes we're not clinically diagnosed because we don't want to believe those things like you know we want to you know know we're okay and it's also the people around us that will say some shit like oh that's a white thing like we don't go through that you know you just you know maybe you just need to you know relax a little bit or maybe you know you need a break or something like that yeah those things could be true she does need a break every mom needs a break maybe she does need to relax but when you definitely note something wrong like as far as you just crying and just feeling you know super emotional like around that time I knew something was wrong because I would literally cry like every day for no reason I would look at my baby and I would just cry I would look at the cats eating their food and I would just cry like it was no fucking reason for me to be crying nobody was making me feel any kind of way I wasn't you know stressed out I wasn't going through anything with anyone it wasn't you know like somebody was literally just making me feel fucked up every day it was just whatever I was thinking mentally wherever my brain was mentally at that time whatever my body felt like my body was going through something it's something that your body goes through and it manifests into your mental being yeah it can't happen like it is a connection and it definitely happens to all races and you know all ages all walks of life you know from the corporate secretary woman to you know your average girl in the hood you know what I mean like it happens to every fucking body and nobody's you know subject from it nobody's special it's not a race thing you know what I mean it's not an age thing it's none of that type of stuff it's all something natural that happens to every woman so I just wanted to touch on that 
and definitely get that bit of information out there now um a lot of people like especially for guys like guys you know I was seeing how like you know Joe Budden he was kind of standoffish about you know her coming out and expressing how she felt and you just looking at it as like a way to get attention and things like that like yes maybe it is a way for her to reach out because she was feeling you know a lack of you know um affection from him in the bedroom and everything like that and she felt like he was busy and putting you know just forgetting about her as a whole but on top of those feelings you know she was dealing with those issues of feeling sad and not feeling sexy and just not feeling like yourself like you're not gonna feel like yourself after a baby that's just automatic but as our partners like we definitely need you guys to you know recognize the signs and access questions you know you get educated do your little google research you know what I mean when you have time to yourself so that way you can figure out ways to help us out and it's not you know like an argument or you feel like oh it's an attention seeking thing or somebody's you know just just, you know, just feeling fucked up or just a typical, oh, I feel sad today type thing. Now, um, yeah, I wanted to just touch on that and just get some things out. Now, um, a couple of symptoms of postpartum depression that you can look for in your partner or look for in yourself if you're not exactly sure is always feeling sad, like no matter what. Like you could be at the happiest place. You could be at Disney World and just automatically just feel sad. Nothing good has to happen. No instance has to happen. Yes, some things can come across or you may see an image or you may see a show or something something reminds you of something and it'll make you sad that can happen as well but to generally just feel day in and day out just sadness that you can't explain and you notice your papa your partner guy's not eating right and just not looking right and just not you know you you know just operating normally if they not you know in touch with the baby like you feel like they should they're not showing you know that they want to interact with the baby they're not holding the baby they're not feeding the baby you know you just see like a general you know just disattachment that can definitely, you know, be signs of postpartum. And the best thing that you can do is to get um, help for yourself and your partner because it's definitely going to take teamwork to get through those issues. And it's very good to get counseling. And, you know, you can both discuss how she's feeling and how her actions in turn can make you feel because there is no conflict. Like, even though you may feel fine and you don't feel stressed, it's still good to go and be a support for her. And just, you know, you can learn some things about yourself that you never know. You can learn some things about her that you never know. And it's very healthy for you guys to be able to do that and hash things out and get things out and talk about it that way. You won't need a middleman as far as a counselor and things like that goes. But you can definitely get some insight and get some professional help. Because sometimes we can't solve everything ourselves. And we think that we don't want to think that things are wrong. We don't want to, you know, feel like we have to reach out and get help from someone. We don't want to be put in that, you know, bracket. We don't want to be put like that. We don't want anybody to be helping us like that. You have something wrong with you. That's why we do not want to be other approaches and other strategies you can use to get things in therapists they really help in that situation a lot of people they get help from therapy so it's definitely a good thing to look into and I um, definitely you know recommend um, therapy and counseling especially when it comes to couple issues and things that can be talked about and things like postpartum like you definitely have to talk about something because a lot of women you know they deal with issues and you they end up hurting their babies like we hear these stories these horrific stories about these mothers who they hurt their children they kill their children and things like that and we think about the first thing we want to do is stone them and we want them to to pay and we want them you know to be punished for what they did but sometimes we have to look a little bit deeper within things that they may go that have that they 
they may have going on mentally. It could be something that's along the surface and no one knows it, no one has seen it, because especially in the black community, we tend to mask and we tend to hide a lot of things. You know, we don't want anybody to be able to look at us and tell us something is wrong with us. We don't want to tell anybody something is wrong with us in fear of them getting mad at us and telling our business or whatever the case may be and just making us look like a lunatic in the street or look crazy to other people, to outsiders looking in. But at the same time, it's definitely something that needs to be addressed, whether you speak to it to a friend or you speak to someone professionally about it. You definitely need to get those feelings out and get them on the table and see what your options are so that we don't have continue to have these stories. Now, some mothers just don't give a damn and they definitely just do things just to hurt the children and just be fucked up in general. But for the most part, I can imagine like a, a lot of moms deal with things mentally and it definitely can stem from postpartum depression. So if anybody think that postpartum depression in black women are not real they definitely have a lot of thinking to do they have a lot of things to um to uh study and uh research and learn about themselves and other people and um get a whole new outlook on you know what's going on in the world around you and just um look out for your partners look out for your family members for your friends and look out for people who you hold near and dear to you because it's so easy for a person to smile and mask things and pretend like everything is okay and you never know exactly what's going on so you know just try to pay attention and just try to um just be a support system for that person and do the best you can and take care of each other now um we're gonna get into the topic a little deeper into the segment right now i want to get into some music i'm gonna play my boy five official do what i want um he's from um, texas he's doing his thing out there on the map you guys gonna see him real soon I always post and share his stuff on my facebook page so if you've seen five official f-y-v-e that's definitely him and this is his song do what i want so we're gonna get into that and then we're gonna come back after the break and we're gonna chop it up about the topic some more and i'm gonna see if i can get anyone on this line to uh, discuss this with me and see if anybody wants to share their experience or insight. And we'll be back, y'all. It's Elite Sounds Radio slash Plan Sisterhood, the Goddess Connection. And we'll be back after this. That's my 
get these niggas headshots. At least some. Shows if you ain't my man, understand, understand. You can't pull up talking about you part of the clan. Everybody, it's Miss Casey Keeler, and I'm back. Um, I noticed a little audio issue in the middle of my segment, the beginning, and I was just saying in that little um, case, in that little uh, that little box that you guys, it got a little low over there, pissing me 
clean off, but I didn't want to have to redo it because it was a lot of info in there. I was just saying, you know, a lot of people don't want to be, you know, circled as having something wrong with them. We don't want to admit that, oh, you know, I'm kind of feeling some kind of way. I need help, you know. We don't want to admit that. We don't want to look like something is wrong with us in fear of, you know, our business getting back to someone else or someone, you know, just talking about us or making us feel away and negative comments and negative feedback. But it's okay to need help. And if you don't feel confident, you know, speaking to a friend, you should definitely reach out to a professional, someone who, you know, can't speak your business to someone and to people you know. And that way you can handle your issues on your phone, on your own and more uh, discreetly and privately. And you don't have to worry about, you know, things like that. I really think that's a, a thing that people should look into when they find themselves in those in those, in those instances. Now, um, I was saying earlier that around the time that I had Sidera that I didn't have any issues. And I did have a few issues. You know, I had issues with my partner at the time. And we were going through it. You know, we were arguing and things like that. And I that was just a negative time for me. And it wasn't a good time to be pregnant. Like, it really wasn't. Emotionally. It wasn't a good time for me to be pregnant. And everything happened, you know, like later on in the pregnancy. So at that point, it was just like, you know, I just had to deal with everything that was going on and fight my way through it. And by the time I had her, like mentally, I was just over it because of the whole birth. It was very traumatic. Like I went in there with the intent on pushing her out, having a normal delivery. But then her baseline started dropping. Her heart rate was dropping and it got very, very scared. And I had placenta previa. My my placenta was first and then she was behind. So I would have delivered the placenta first and then the baby. And that's not good. That's not healthy at all. That's not how it's supposed to go. It's very dangerous. So they definitely had to, you know, do an emergency C-section. So that was a shock in as itself. And I lost a whole bunch of blood. I basically died on the table, had to be revived, and had to get like six bags. I stayed in the hospital for like a week, I think. And then by the time I got home, I think I was just mentally over it. Like I was already crying in the hospital and feeling depressed and just feeling sad and just going through everything, you know, like that alone by myself. I was already feeling some type of way. So it was just like, you know what the fuck is going on? Like, I can't handle it. It's already, you know, too much mentally. And then just getting home and then settling, settling in and trying to, you know, get everything back in order and get my emotions and everything in check. Like, yes, I definitely ended up having some um, postpartum issues. And they lasted for maybe, I would say, about mm, the first two months of her life, I would say. Roughly a little under two months I went through it. Yeah, so I had to, you know, seek counseling. I didn't seek it right away, and it took a while for me to talk to someone, but I eventually did, and I was able to get clarity and able to, you know, put all the negative feelings and things. Like, I didn't have feelings about, you know, hurting myself or hurting her. I just felt sad. Like, I just couldn't explain the sadness um, in general. And if you guys hear any background noise, that's because I'm outside with the kids. They're playing. It's a beautiful day out here, finally. We had some cold weather. Everyone was sick. So they're finally outside, you know, trying to get a little air and get back right, so... Yeah, we're just enjoying the air today. So you're going to hear the kids in the background. This is a mommy segment today, parenting segment. We're talking about childbirth and everything like that. So um, expect to hear children in the background. And that's just it. So, yeah, um, I wanted to get in touch with someone who went through that experience. And um, I don't have anybody to talk to just yet, but I'm just going to see. I'm going to wait around a little bit longer and see who I can get. Now, um, getting into a little bit deeper into postpartum depression, um, I wanted to talk about, you know, the reasons why, like, I think 
you know, a lot of people who deal with it, or a lot of people who did not hear of it, is like I said earlier, one, because we don't like to talk about it, you know, and then we mask it with everything that's going around us in general. You know, you could already have stress from relationships, like I said, you could already have stress from the kids you already have dealing with those things. You could already have stress from your bills. So you naturally just automatically tend to rub it off and think, like, I'm just stressed as a whole. Like, it can't be nothing more serious than the bills or the serious than the kids. It's just that. I just got to get the kids on track and then I'm going to be cool. I just got to get these bills in order and you tend to focus on those things when it's it's the postpartum depression. And that's a whole different thing that can surpass any bill, any type of situation that you're going through with your relationship, with your kids that you have already. It's something that can definitely take that and turn it into a whole new, you know, issue and subject. So we definitely need to just pay attention to ourselves and our bodies. Like our bodies know when and something is wrong before we know. Like, you know, we get these um, brain signals and we get these waves and we get these clues and these hints and these intuitions and sometimes we need to look a little deeper and, you know, wonder, like, damn, like, why am I really feeling like this? Like, really? Like, what is really going on? That just ties into depression as a whole. Not all, only postpartum depression because all forms of depression, like, anybody who goes through it, male and female, we all tend to, you know, write things off and we tend to, you just, you know, just don't think it can happen to us and don't think that our situations are that bad, you know? We self-medicate and we do things like that and we use people as, you know, crutches and as ways to contain ourselves and ways to feel better and feel, you know, more important than we actually can give ourselves credit for being important about. Like, that's just to be honest. Like, we use people as crutches and we use drugs so we can feel lit and we can feel nice and we can feel cute and we can catch a vibe, you know what I'm saying? Instead of just naturally trying to catch a vibe from yourself. Like, even though I'm saying this, I'm just now, like, really, like, within the last year or two, I'm just now finally able to catch a vibe for myself. Yes, I still, you know, puffle now and then. I'll take a little sip. Yes, I will. But that has nothing to do with me, you know, using it as a crutch anymore. I'm not using it as a way to feel better about something. I can definitely, you know, sit and talk and just think inside my own head and be like, you know what, you are dope. You know, you're a dope individual. And whatever you're going through, you know, you're stronger than your situation. And you definitely can, you know, get through it and I encourage everybody and anyone who is going through something right now reach out and talk to anybody that's why we have the groups that's why we have the planned sisterhood that's why we're doing this and we're doing this show and yes like I said we've been silly and we've been crazy on here and we done talked about all kinds of stuff but at the same time we're definitely going to have these shows where we get serious and we don't be as jokey and we get to the root of problems and we try to some come up with answers instead of thinking about the problems we try to come up with solutions for these issues that's what we're working on. Instead of thinking about the problems and thinking about the stress, we have to think about ways of how we're going to get through it. That's why every other day you'll see me, oh, I'm promoting this, I'm doing this, I'm doing some kind of braiding class, I'm doing this, so I want to do this. So you might see me make a t-shirt design every now and then, a t-shirt campaign where I want to sell t-shirts for a cause or whatever the case may be. Like, it, you never, you just have to find something and stick to it and, you know, focus on it, be dedicated with it and want to see growth and want to do better and it definitely to work out in your favor like it's not going to be handed to you definitely take time it takes an investment you have to invest in yourself that goes as financially and physically and mentally you have to be willing to put that work in financially physically and mentally and just be ready for you know failure be ready to succeed you have to just be ready to take everything in stride and you know 
just make shit happen get it popping um now we're gonna get into some more music and um we'll be back after the break we're gonna play some elite sounds music and we'll be back after this y'all it's elite sounds radio slash glance sisterhood the goddess connection Hey everybody, it's your girl Miss Casey Cure and I'm back and today's topic is postpartum depression and does it happen to black and Latino women? Yes, it does happen to us and I wanted to touch on it. It even happens to, it's not a color thing guys, okay? It's not a color thing, it's not even gender based anymore because young dads who have a depression or a relationship problem and who are also struggling in other areas are also at risk. It's called paternal postpartum depression. Okay, so young men go through it as well. They may have issues with the baby mom prior to the baby being born and just having anxiety issues. Just in general, they may be going through something in their lives personally. And it can definitely trickle over and then you just, the, especially new young dads, just the thought of just having a new baby and being, am I going to be able to care for this child? Am I going to be a good parent? Like all those things come into play. Like, will the mom, you know, let me be able to see my kid? Will this be an easy process? Is she going to put me on child support? You know, all those things, anxiety, all those things you worry about and you think about. And I wanted to bring you guys a little um, bit of facts about postpartum depression. It's different sectors of postpartum depression, okay? They have postpartum psychosis, postpartum, postpartum depression in general, and then they have postpartum anxiety, okay? And postpartum psychosis is a rare illness, and compared to the rates of postpartum depression or anxiety, it occurs in about 1 in 2 out of every 1,000 deliveries and approximately 1 to 2% births. So the onset is usually sudden, most often within the first two weeks postpartum. So the first two weeks within having your baby, you can definitely have baby blues. You can, and people can often just, um, confuse it with postpartum depression because you get some of the same symptoms. You know, you'll have um, delusions or strange beliefs, hallucinations, feeling very irritated, hyperactivity, decreased need or inability to sleep. You might feel like some things that you used to enjoy, you don't feel like you want to do those same things. They don't bring you the same joy as they used to think that they used to bring you. It could be like simple things. Um, you can have anxiety, sadness, irritability, um, just feeling in general just sad and just, you know, just fatigued, extremely tired. And even if you do get a little bit of sleep here and there, you'll just feel like just drained as a whole. So, um, I found a number for postpartum support, and it's a national number. If anybody, somebody, yourself, or someone you know that you may think is going through postpartum depression, even postpartum psychosis, or even the baby blues in general, because if it doesn't fade after the first two weeks, the sad baby blues feeling, then more than likely you do have postpartum depression, and you should reach out to someone immediately. Don't put it off. Don't try to, you know, mask it as something else. Like, just definitely go out and get help. And the number to get help is one 800 944-4773. Again, that number is 1-800-944-4773. Okay, that's the Postpartum Support National Hotline. It's 24 hours a day. Someone's always there to talk to. You know, you don't have to even give your name. You can remain anonymous if you want to. And it's a good, you know, outlet and it's a good way to get help. 
without having you know worry about going to see somebody or something like that they'll definitely point you in the right direction and make sure you get you know the help that you need so you can be a happy and healthy productive parent and raise happy and healthy productive children so um that's our show for tonight everybody i hope you guys enjoy and i hope everyone took something from it i'm gonna leave you with some music from my homeboy from um florida the underdog slim his song the g code hot song i'm trying to get his other song glass up here I got to email him and hit him up and tell him to send that to me. That's the one I want to bring to y'all, okay? That song is tearing up the strip clubs out there in Miami, so yeah. So a little twerk session going on out there right now, thanks to that song, and I really want to get it up here on the show. So you guys, you know, as always, love each other, love yourselves, and love me. And we'll be back with another episode. As always, it's Elite Sounds Radio slash Planned Sisterhood, The Goddess Connection. This is our virtual diary. You know, we're going to laugh, we're going to cry, we're going to spread some knowledge, we're going to play some music, and we're just going to have fun up here. You know, it's not going to be a boring show. Um, I got some things that I'm working on trying to make the show better. I'm actually going to do an open mic night one night out here in Augusta. I'm going to go up there and I'm going to have a conversation with the people at the comedy club. And I'm just going to go up there, you know, talk. And I might do my my Bork Asset little uh, tidbit, you know. I might give them a little info and make it funny and see how they vibe into it and spread the info about the um, podcast and see if I can get me some listeners and some people on board out here. And then, you know, just make it a great thing. And um, good night, y'all. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. That good dope is all I know. That remix is for they notes. A nigga smoking on that gas, that's for sure. A nigga living every day by the coke. You see the ones, we let them fly. Drip down how a young nigga reply. A nigga playing with that set, they gon' die. Snitches got the whole block set on fire. Uh, these automatic weapons, they can leave a nigga dancing. But we ain't on that beef shit, we just tryna run our bands up. I used to fuck the ratchets, then a nigga up the standards, running through the zodiac, left a Libra for a cancer. You know I'm about that work like a motherfucking essay. I'm all up on that paper like the writing on the essay. I slayed up on your bitch, she ain't nothing but a slay slay. I'm smoking on that KK, I got the fish fillet. You got hate up in your heart when the time comes, you gon' slip and fall. All this fake love up in these streets, I cannot get involved. I'm still tipping with my fofo in these streets just like I'm Paul Wall. So if you play, you get thrown away just like coleslaw. And if you keep it solid, you can turn it to a legend. I ain't never snitching and I came up from a seven. I'm still living by the cold like the word to a reverend. And if you play with me, whatever happened, it is destined. That good dope is all I know. That remix is for they knows. A nigga smoking on that gas, that's for sure. A nigga living every day by the coke. You see the ones, we let them fly. Drip down how a young nigga reply. A nigga playing with that sack, they gon' die. Snitches got the whole block set on fire.
The podcast you just heard was made using Anchor. Ever thought about making your own podcast? Anchor makes it really easy for anyone to get started. It's a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing podcasts. Best of all, it's 100% free. Sign up now at anchor.fm slash new. That's anchor.fm slash new to get started.